welcome to the Homegirl Next Door podcast, a show that's all about helping you find a perfect place to call home without resorting to living in a shoebox under the Brooklyn Bridge. I know that buying a house can be overwhelming, so as your resident homegirl, I'm here to make it as entertaining and informative as possible. I'll share insider tips and tricks, bust myths and misconceptions, and give you the lowdown on everything from bidding wars to mortgage rates. Plus, I'll throw in some humor to make the process a little less stressful. After all, if you can't laugh your way through a home inspection, what can you do? So sit back, relax, and let's start the hunt for your dream home. What's up, homegirls? It's your girl, Shakira D, and we are back for a new episode. Happy Monday. I hope the last week has been a productive week for you. I hope you have been hitting your goals and just living your best life peacefully, right? I think the one thing we all desire in life is peace and happiness. And whatever that looks like for you, whatever it means for you, I pray that it is something that is happening. For me, I am happy. I am at peace. I have my moments, but I think for the most part, my relationship with our father, with God in heaven, I I don't I don't stress much these days. I really don't. I really don't. And so that's how I'm able to come on here every week and you know share this knowledge that I have been storing up, I have been learning and um sharing it with you guys. So I'm in a really good mood. Today is Monday. Um, I'm flying out to Miami tomorrow for a few days. Y'all know Miami is like my second home. And so I'm excited about that. I am coming down with like a little sniffles or something. I don't know if it's allergies. I don't know if it's because of the crazy weather. But it's just, it's like, girl, like sneezing and stuffiness. And I'm just like, what is happening? So before we get started, I just want to make sure I did not scare anybody last week with last week's episode where we talked about the challenges of being a first-time homebuyer. I know sometimes the truth hurts or the truth is scary, but I would rather you know what to expect going into this market than to not know, right? And so I shared that I shared that episode with the hopes that the things that I have been experiencing and learning from others is something I can prepare new first-time home buyers for, right? Because this market is just not a market most of us have seen before. And so with that, today's episode is a lot more lighthearted, a lot more exciting because we're talking all about closing day and what happens Once you go through all that drama, once you finally get your offer accepted and start the process to getting the keys to your new home. So before we get into that, however, we are going to just talk about the rates real quick. So mortgage rates have come down slightly, like I've been saying for since I've started this podcast, the rates are the rates, right? And right now and what it has been for the last six, seven, eight, nine months, almost a year, is that they're going to stay between about a 6.4 or 6.5 to a 6.9, depending on your credit, right? Your credit profile is what determines what your rate will be. So currently your 30-year fix is at a 6.89%. 15-year fix is at a 6.28%. 
and FHA and VA are at 6.53%, 6.52% respectively. So again, what does all of this mean for you? Obviously, if you can buy, you buy. You do what you do, you have to do, you buckle down and you you purchase. If it's if these rates are a little bit scary for you and you know I might not get much of much of a um I might not get a larger uh, mortgage loan because of the rates, then you can benefit from waiting a little bit. Either way, both parties benefit from this market. The rates are a little bit higher. Prices are a little bit lower, but still historically high, right? So even if you lock in a six point, say you lock in a 6.53%, you have good credit, you still may only, you, you may only qualify for a 500, 600,000 in here in New York City, that doesn't really go far, right? Sometimes in this in this market um, area in New York City, the median um, the median home price is around 500,000 so to 600,000. Anything below that is a fixer up or foreclosure, comes with tenants, comes with problems. The more renovated properties or the properties that don't need much work obviously are going to cost a little bit more. New York City is one of those markets that has not caught up with the times, right? We're slowly bringing our our home prices down, but compared to other parts of the country, we are still relatively high. And so if you still want to, you want to stay where you are, you don't want to relocate to another state, um, and you can just, you know, benefit from, all right, you know what, we're just going to keep saving, we're going to keep building our credit, we're going to keep waiting until we feel comfortable in this market, and then we'll buy. That's all that means. And that's all that I wanted to share regarding mortgage rates. If you have any questions or you want more clarity about your situation, definitely, definitely talk and speak with a real estate agent, talk to a lender. I would, I always say talk to a real estate agent first. And you guys, We'll we'll talk about this um, in another episode, but interview your real estate agent, right? I know I did mention it last uh, last season on how to choose a real estate agent, but um, I'm going to share with you guys a very important lesson that I even learned myself, um, and it could possibly help help you in the future when you get ready to purchase your home. All right, so with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's video. So closing day. For those of you who you probably never even thought about buying a house until today, right? Closing day is the day when the home ownership of the property officially transfers from seller to buyer. So it's the day that the seller gives the keys to the buyer and the buyer signs their three kids and they life away, right? <laughs> Just kidding. But you, you, you're you signing a lot. It's a lot of signing. And sometimes closings can take an hour, two hours. I was in a four-hour closing one day. So, it you know, depending on the situation. So that's closing day. That is when it is official and you officially become a homeowner. So one of the first things that happens on closing day or the day before closing is the final walkthrough. So this is the time where you as the buyer, you have the opportunity to walk through the property and make sure that if there were any repairs negotiated, um, if there were any, you know, 
anything that needed to be done in the property that the sellers agreed upon is done. You know, the final walkthrough is to make sure the home is one in the same condition it was when your offer was accepted and you went under contract. And if there were anything that, that needed to be done is done, right? So this is making sure that the property is in the agreed upon condition, regardless to if there were negotiations to fix up or whatever. Usually it happens the day of closing, so an hour or two before closing, but due to scheduling conflicts, it can happen the day before closing. I like when it happens the day before closing because if it's something that isn't isn't done, like at least it gives the seller some time to get it done and we don't have to push closing, right? It'd be like, listen, you said this hole in the top of the stairs was gonna be fixed, so I need it to be fixed and it's not fixed and they can just patch it up real quick or you know, whatever it is. So that is the final walkthrough. That is one of the first things that is done um, the day of closing. The next thing, like I said, you will be signing a lot. So start working them fingers out. <laughs> signing documents. There will be so many documents, necessary documents at that, that will need to be complete to make the sale of the property official. So that's signing your mortgage agreement, title transfer documents, other documents provided by your lender, um, if they're a uh, homeowner's insurance, there's all these different documents that need to be signed and um, agreed upon or just agreed to the day of closing. So make sure, like I said, exercise those fingers, put them, them fingers to work, spirit fingers, if you've seen, bring it on and, and get ready to, to sign. Um, closing can take anywhere from an hour to four hours, depending on how intricate the uh, deal is. So the next thing, and this is one that once we go under contract, I begin to prepare my clients for, and it's payment. So in New York, you need to bring a cashier's check or wire transfer for your down payment. Um, if you gave all of your down payment upfront, uh, with your EMD, and then the only thing you would have to pay, the only thing you have to bring for payment at closing is the closing cost and all the other fees that are associated with, with purchasing your property. So you have your mortgage recording fees, your title fees, your title transfer fees, your title recording fees, a bunch of junk fees in my opinion, but they are still fees a part of the transaction and those will amount to what we call is your closing cost. Now, if you didn't put all of your earnest money or all of your down payment on your earnest money deposit, then you will have to make sure you have the rest of the down payment. This is also an opportunity for the bank to verify any funds. So if you get to closing and you don't have all of the money and you tell them, oh, okay, we got this from so-and-so, then it makes it a little bit more complicated. And now the, the lenders have to do what is called gift funds and verify those. So you want to make sure all of these things are in place prior to your closing date. If you're going to get gift funds, be aware that it's a possibility that the lender may need the bank statements of the person who is gifting you the funds so they know where this money is coming from. There is a thing that is called money laundering, which is illegal, and that is the illegal cleaning of cash from doing illegal activities. So if someone is selling drugs and obviously they don't have a bank and they just have $100,000 laying around, all of a sudden they put it into 
you know, your account saying they're gifting you this money to purchase this house, but the bank can't track where they got the money from, it can make things very complicated. So make sure those things are in order. If you are going to be using gift funds for any part of your payment, whether it's your down payment or your closing costs, make sure that you're properly prepared, ask your lender, what documents do you need? What proof do you need to make sure that this uh, gift fund is legit and will be accepted? Now, your closing costs can range anywhere from 1% to 3% of the purchase price, sometimes up to 5% of the purchase price, depending on, like I said, the type of transaction. So you're going to get a cashier's check the day before, or you're going to get a wire transfer the day before. You're going to have all these documents when you come to closing. Your attorney, your lender will tell you, okay, you need a check for the seller. You need a check for... Um, you know, this or or whatever. So it may be two or three different cashier's checks that you need, but nonetheless, you want to make sure you have all of those things prior to going to closing. So one of the things that, um, one of the documents that you sign is the transfer of ownership. So this is the deed, the title transfer um, that translates to your deed and so it goes from the seller to you so once everything is signed and your payment has been received the ownership of the property is officially transferred from the seller to you the buyer uh, this is important because you want to make sure that once you pay this money you have documentation that shows you are now the new legal and rightful owner so um I'm, i've never heard of it not being a part of this document signing but you know, it's a it's an important document and one that you should very much be aware of. At the end of all of it, it is the transfer of ownership um, document from title and you assume the new deed. That brings me to recording of the deed. So the deed and other legal documents are recorded with your county or city records office to make the transfer of ownership official and public record. So every purchase is public record, um, which is why we knew Beyonce and Jay-Z purchased a $200 million home in California, all cash, all cash. Uh, some things, you know, may not be disclosed, but uh, it is a matter of public record and all of it goes on record with your county or city's office. And um, that is a, another fee. <laughs> And then finally, but the most important part after all of this is getting the keys. So the seller will give you, the buyer, the keys to the property, and you are now the legal owner of the property. They will also give you any garage door openers, any basement keys, any storage shed keys, whatever keys go to that property you will get at closing. And we'll talk about this in another episode, but one of the first things you're going to do once you leave closing and you are ready to, you know, start decorating and moving into your new home is changing all of the locks. So you never know who has a copy of those keys, especially if there's multiple keys to multiple different things. You want to change the garage door code, all of that. But we'll talk about that in a separate episode. Um, but for right now, but for right now, at the end of closing, you do get the keys and you are officially, you're officially a legal homeowner and it is time to celebrate. Now, I know a lot of realtors get closing gifts 
doesn't matter my it doesn't matter the uh price of the property i get my clients a closing gift and i absolutely love buying closing gifts and if you're interested to see what i put in my closing gift baskets i have a youtube channel that shares all of my journey into entrepreneurship and being a real estate agent it is called the hustling homegirl and it will be linked in the description the uh, description box where you guys can go ahead and check that out. I have a video where I share um, a recent closing and what I packed for my clients in the closing gift. So people do all kinds of different things for the closing gifts. They do like closing gift parties. You pull up to the house and it's like balloons and stuff everywhere. It just depends. It really depends on the realtor and how they choose to celebrate their clients. But um, definitely, I believe wholeheartedly in buying closing gifts. It is such a generous gesture, especially because, you know, you as a home buyer, you can choose anybody to work with at any time and you decided to stick with your realtor and get the job done. So we celebrate you and we show our appreciation by buying the uh, closing gift. So that is pretty much all that happens on closing day. It's very uneventful. Um, Like I said, it's a lot of signing of papers. And the main thing is to make sure you know what to expect at closing. Make sure you know what to expect with your payment and the different things that you are signing. Um, Like I said, things can change like at a moment and you just want to be prepared. So speak with your lender, speak with your attorney if you're using one, speak with your realtor and make sure you know what to expect going into closing day. Okay. So it's been Real Homegirls. I absolutely enjoyed talking to you guys. I am so happy to be back. Subscribe to The Hustling Homegirl and follow me on Instagram, Shakira D. Realtor. And let's be homies. I love you guys. Thank you for joining me today. And I will see you next week. Bye.